Welcome to the PDA podcast with your host, yeah. Vinny Yo. and Philip Redeemed. PDA is our public display of affection towards Christ. We want to take you on a love journey into encounter intimacy and long-lasting relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Sharing our personal encounters with God so we can collectively, <laughs> as His bride, learn more about the heart, the love, and the character of our husband, Jesus. Every episode, we will share testimonies, stories about our day-to-day life life walking with him along with our special guest that we invite onto our show. Now let's go give him a bunch of smoochies. What it do, man? Hey. Yo, what it do, man? Hey. Back at the PDA again. PDA. Oh, praise God. It's 444 right now, 444 guys. 444 on March open. 14th. On March 14th? Yeah. Man, God is good. God is good. Thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for this day, Lord. <laughs> Bless this food. Bless it, to- <laughs> Bless it to the nourishment of our bodies. Bless the hands that prepared it. Nah, thank you, Lord, for everything you do, Lord. Yes. Man, uh, God is good, Vinny. Tell me about it. Man, God, God is doing a work up in here in the attic. Yes, he is. Yeah, big boy couches. Big boy couches, baby. Big boy couches, baby. Appreciate everybody who sewed into that. Yes. We got a comfy couch. We're not currently sitting on it because we only have two of the pieces from the couch, but yes. it's on the way. It's on the way. Jesus said it's on the way. It's on the way. It's on the way. He but is I, the way. I'm, I'm just amazed at what God's been doing here lately. <clears throat> God's put a couple things on my heart for this for this episode. Uh, I just kind of wanted to chop it up with you about it, like chop it, bro. Man, there is there is a crucifying of the flesh right now. Up in the flesh, up in the flesh. <laughs> Crucify me, Lord. Man, it's true. Like, uh, you know, I t- I don't know if I ever told that testimony in this podcast yet or not. Where I where I had to go back to court for a, a daggone uh thing the that charge. happened way way long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the Lord said, "Today's the day Ryland is dead," and 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 it hit me deep down in my soul, and I felt like like Finally God it hit you. I've been calling you Philip since before you were calling yourself. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm Philip now, and so it's been an interesting transition. But God has been really speaking to me about dying to my flesh. The Lord smacked the Ryland out of you, dude. He did, bro. He smacked <laughs> it right out of me, and like. In the middle of like the chaotic moment of like feeling like my past is trying to haunt me, dude. Like God just, dude, it was crazy. I don't think I've told this testimony here. That's why I'm gonna go here. I feel. Yeah, I go into court, dude. I promise you, dude. And I'm like, I feel so out of place, dude. I have been in trouble in years, dude. You know, I've been following the Lord for a while now. Uh-huh. And I get up there, and there's such supernatural grace with the judge. He's like, "What should I do about this?" And I'm like. A fine. He's like two hundred dollars. I was like, okay. And he's like, what about the speeding ticket? Because I, I got trouble for speeding. For yeah, what happened? Out. You got pulled over. Well, so so everybody knows that I was an ex drug addict. So I had some char uh, charge that I missed court for back in two thousand and twelve before I even found the Lord. And I got pulled over. Uh, the cop tells me that he's giving me a break, and I'm like, "How? You're giving me a speeding ticket?" And then he he says, "You got a capious warrant." And I'm like, "What?" And keep in mind, I have been through 
all the probation stuff, all that stuff back when I was in the world. And and that includes NCIC checks, all that. God, I'm like telling it all on here, but who cares, man? <laughs> this is my testimony. So come on, man. You in the light, bro. Yeah, my but uh so I, I felt <laughs> like <laughs> he said, yeah man. yeah, man. But uh nah, man, it was good. It felt like a bad situation at the time. Yeah. But God just like I, I don't know, man. I went to a kind of a low place there for a minute and I was like, man. Is my past haunting me? Have I missed something, Lord? You know, I had the, all those feelings going through my mind. And I and when I got to the court date, there was this crazy supernatural grace. Dude, there was two charges, actually. <clears throat> and he's like, what do you want me to do about this? I said, I don't know. Give me a fine and throw it out. He said, <laughs> he said $200. <laughs> and you I'm, said that to I him? I promise you, bro. Just like word for word verbatim. And then he's like, what about the speeding ticket? He said, you got anything to say? I said, yeah. I said, I was I was trying to get past a, a truck that was moving slow. So I hit the fast lane to, to get around the truck. He said, what would you like to do do about that? I said, I don't know. Fine. He said, $20. And he sends me <laughs> up. He said, I promise. It was so, so graceful. Like, God just was with me through the whole process. And then... It's also crazy because you were about to get your passport for yeah, yeah. a trip that's Yeah, up. for the Albania mission. Yeah. yeah. And that would have held me up probably. Yeah. Because they do a deep search when it comes to that stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, I I go that to That happened pay, right, right in the midst right of it. Right in the midst yeah. of it, yeah. Before, actually. Right before I went to yeah. get my passport. And uh, he says, can you pay this all today? I said, yeah, I go and I pay. And I realize, I look down, <clears throat> excuse me. But the date is 2-7-2022, or 2023. This just happened a couple months ago. And uh, I realized that uh, the two sevens, Judges 7-7, seven, seven, Gideon, it's been a spoke word over my life. And he said, today is the day Ryland dies. And I felt instantly healed, bro, of everything. I don't know how else to explain it. And I've been dealing with Holy Spirit possession ever since. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's possessed me, bro. Like, Dude, yeah. And, and, and God just like, he, it was like, he's wiped my slate clean. And after that, man, I don't know, I've had just this new fire in me and, and I wanted to talk about leading up to when I'm, that was just kind of an add on to the. Yeah. Can I add something too? Go ahead. I hit, I realized the other day that the Lord changed my name and I don't even know why I never thought about this, but, and you probably didn't know this. No. My last name. So my whole life, I went by my mom's last name, yeah, which is Harmeyer. And I, um, my dad had always wanted me to have his last name, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I just always I lived with my mom. I didn't see my dad too much growing up. I yeah. mean, I saw him, but like you know, not as much as I was with my mom. So yeah, you know, I was close with my mom. I wanted her last name. <clears throat> when I, I got saved. Living at my dad's house. Yeah. And when I got married, I thought, you know what? This would be a really cool way to honor my dad by taking on his last name before I go into marriage. Oh, wow. And carrying on his in, on our family name. Yeah. And that was right after I got, like, probably a year after I got saved. Yeah. God switched my last name legally, and so now my whole family has that last name, Harris. 
And uh, I never thought about it <laughs> like cool. that until recently. Like, dang, the Lord changed my name too. Yeah, dude. Every every like you see see these men of God in the Bible, and like I didn't want to be cliche or e- either. Like this was totally the Lord telling me, or I would have never never even knew to change my name, man. Uh, but ever since then, like, and and I I wanted to talk about this, man, because it hit me earlier. I was taking a shower. And I realized how possessed I was with Jesus. <laughs> in that, any time that I that I that I operate from the my flesh, I se- I have to I have to literally pull away from Him to do that. It's more of a fight to sin now than it is to just remain abiding in the vine, dude. Dude, yeah, it's like, I I felt this way recently, too. It's like a transition Mm. from, like, where I used to have to, like, my flesh would be fighting against me when I'm trying to press into the spirit. Yeah. But I feel like I was trying to press into the spirit from the flesh is what I was trying to do before, and now I'm in the spirit, and the flesh is trying to pull me out of it. Do you but, think do you think uh part of your transition into full-time ministry has a lot to do with that? Big time. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I feel like a different person even than when I was last year. Yeah. Uh December, November, it's March like we said. Yeah. I feel completely different. And I've also been able to spend a lot of time with the Lord. Yeah. So I'm sure he's been transforming me a lot and whatnot. Yeah. But <clears throat> and then then I get that word about like who is it when Optimus Prime and all the little Transformers like batch up together? They batch together? You think of the Power Rangers, bro? No, this is Transformers <laughs> when they all form a unit. I don't know. I, I know forget Optimus the name. Prime, but that's he's the big old semi. Yeah, it, I didn't it, know that. I'm kind of. I'm only thirty, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little older than you, but uh, yeah, they form this giant unit, all the Transformers together. Okay, and I felt I have felt that here recently with the group that I run with you guys and in, in AK Ministries and stuff, and how God has has transformed all of us individually, but all of us as a group as well. Yeah. So not only are we transforming individually, but we're transforming and and metamorphosis is the word. Yeah. We're we're morphing into who God called us as a group too or, as well. Or in Power Ranger terms, we're <clears throat> forming the Megazoid. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. This is the Megazoid or yeah. Megatroid or no, I'm mixing up stuff now. Yeah. Hev- Heaven's the Mercatroid. The Mercatroid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Merkva. Isn't there a Merkva? Nah, just go ahead and erase that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to smell, sound smart there for a minute. Uh, I would leave it <clears throat> in, though. Yeah, you can leave it in. I don't care. I'm really not that smart. But, but man, it's just it's wild to see the transformation from last year to now. <laughs> and, and it all has to do with Jesus, dude. Like It yeah. all has to do with, like... God taking us through those fiery trials, God bringing us through our actual death. Yeah, man. As a as a it's like almost like this, dude, like I think that's that could be what it is. I I feel like I'm starting to feel more alive than I am. Yeah. Like in the process of crushing. Yeah. Impressing. I'm like the oil now. Come on, dude, that's good. <laughs> yeah. We're like the oil now. Like that's how I've been feeling like 
I almost like look for an op. Like I ain't gonna say this because I don't want to like <laughs> send like stuff my way or anything. But almost like I run towards opposition now as to versus run away from it. Yeah. Like God has really done a transformation in, in me in that kind of way, dude. Like yeah. now I look at opposition like, oh, this is perfect opportunity for God to get glory. This is a perfect opportunity for God to use us in a mighty way. And let's keep it a hundred too. Yeah. Cause like there is a level of this that comes out of humility. Yeah. Like this all has to come out of humility. Oh, yeah. So even as we talk about it, like I don't want people to think that we're being like arrogant or like holier than thou or anything like that. Right. I just, from this low place that I've been in, in this last season and you know, you too, yeah. I feel like, the Lord has really shifted yeah. some stuff. And and I want to keep it humble. I mm-hmm. want to keep it a hundred too. Like yeah. just I want to keep it humble and I want to keep it a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, hum, not humble, tr- humble but not false humility. Yeah. Humble uh, out of the but also like honest and transparent. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. No, it's that's good, like uh, it is. It's been a very humbling process, man. Dude, it you is. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, dude. You would think that you would feel like on top of the world, but it's like I don't know. It's this deep humility where you feel alive, but you feel like, oh man, what a excellent, just loving God we serve. Like, yeah, w- like a wretched, I know what Paul meant when he said in Romans seven, Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of sin and death? Like that's, I know how he felt in that moment. And he's like, he's saying like, man, I didn't deserve this, this lavish grace that he's yeah. pouring out, but it comes in the lowly place. Like you're talking about, yeah. like, and the conviction cuts deep yeah. too. like mm-hmm. the voice of the Lord has been so clear, but just over like small things. I remember this is funny because our first episode, I talked about eating food and like the other day this happened, like yeah. there was a piece of uh, this and this is so minuscule, but the Lord told me not to eat this piece of um, prosciutto in my fridge, dude. I was getting ready. I was like, dang, that prosciutto looks good. He's like, don't eat it. And I was like, no. And my flesh took over, and I ate this piece of prosciutto in this moment, right? And immediately I'm chewing it, and it was so disgusting. Yeah. It was the nastiest piece of lunch meat I've ever had in my life, dude. I straight took it out and put it in the garbage and Jackie came in and I was like, man, why did I listen to God? I ate the stupid piece of <laughs> stupid piece of prosciutto. Stupid piece of prosciutto. And, and it was, oh. it, bro, but my, my point being is that God was showing me like in the little things. Yes. Like you need to obey me and trust me. Yeah. Like it's the whole, how can I, you know, if I can trust you with a little. Now, now you, you're talking, dude, Notice how you had to pull away from him to eat that piece of prosciutto. I did. Yeah. You had to pull away from him. Yeah. Because the conviction's running so deep. You know he's telling you not to. to eat so- That's such a little <laughs> tiny I know, thing. Like, I know. dude, when I was, you know, a couple years back when I was hearing from the voice of the Lord, it was on major decisions and I'm yeah. seeking him and pursuing him and like, 
what do I do, Lord? Right. And now he's like, don't eat that little piece of meat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that's relationship, man. It's like it's like pursuing deeper relationship and intimacy, which is the topic of our show. Yeah, it is. Now, I wanted to share this verse. This the, God shared this revelation with me, Vinny, dude. And this this blasted me, dude. Everybody wants to talk about the keys to uh, Isaiah 22 keys. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to talk about the context about those keys. And God showed me a, 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 what he was trying to say in the context. So I'm going to read this. And then I want to ask you, Vinny, what, what comes to mind Right away when I when I read this, okay? Okay. Where are you starting from? We're in Isaiah 22. Verse. Verse uh, 9. Or no, verse 10. And you counted the houses of Jerusalem, and you broke down the houses to fortify the city wall. That's it? Now, now, keep in mind, okay, there was corruption and destruction that was coming uh, uh, to Judah because of the corruption in the treasury. But I'll tell you what he said to me if nothing's catching because oh. dude, this blasted me. Okay, go ahead. If you're getting something, go ahead. I'm talking about houses. Okay, you're right. He's talking about Come on, us. Yeah. 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 Okay. He said, you broke down the houses to fortify the city wall. And this is what God said. He said, "He said, Ryland, why would you wait to destroy your house until the last minute when destruction comes upon you instead of fortifying the city wall now? Destroy your house now and Come fortify on, the city. Bro, that's good, bro. Dude. He said, fortify, fortify the, city the city now. Man. Which is the unit, the whole. Yeah. Right? The church, well, the yeah. body. Like... And then, then he says that he rose up a man called Eliakim. Eliakim in Hebrew means uh, God resurrected. Mm. And then God started talking to me about holy possession. God resurrected, right? Yeah. Of being fully possessed by Jesus. Right? You know, before we were... Say that again. Say that again. So Eliakim means God resurrected in Hebrew. Eliakim, E-L-I-A-K-I-M, means God resurrected. He first talks about they destroyed their their own houses to fortify the city wall at the last minute. Yep. God's saying, destroy your house now so that God can be resurrected in you. Come on. And possess you. That's that's when the keys are given over to bind and loosen to open up the house of David, right? Yeah, whoa. Yeah, and so God's just speaking to me about just holy possession, dude. And like, before you were halfway oppressed by devils and then halfway possessed by yourself— and then half or a quarter possessed by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. But God's saying, if you'll destroy your house now, I will possess you with my Holy Spirit. Yeah. Dude, that's good. And that, now, like, now I'm, I have this revelation of like. So if a house is divided against itself, itself it, it cannot stand. stand right. Dude. Come yeah. on. And so, like, God's just been speaking to me about, like, how, how actually hard it is to to get away from him like i'm possessed by him like i i realized that in the shower i realized that 
all eternity Show, was dude. in my body, dude. Yeah. And I got whacked, dude. Bro, that's so good, man. <laughs> that is so good. And 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 how hard it is to break break that, man. We have to be really we have to pursue evil to get out of that. Yeah. Like he's so in us, dude. <laughs> he's so in us. And then so, okay, so He showed me David in Psalms 102. I don't want to give too much scripture because I like just chopping it up. Yeah, know? no, the scripture's good, man. Yeah, so Psalms 102, David starts talking about he was so, he he held the stones of Zion dear to his heart. Mm. And he took pity on her dust. He put that, he put that like unction inside of David for the greater house. Not for his own house, because if you read before that, he's talking about all destruction has come upon my house. I wither away like grass. He was coming to the end of himself. Yeah. And then what was before him was this unction of this greater house. And I I feel like, dude, man, we're living stones. Yeah. We are the house of God. And when we come to our death for real, man, we can start to really build God's kingdom. Yep. And I feel like that's where we're at, where people are having this revelation of who they are, dude. Dude, and that's so good because, you know, thinking out, thinking back through this too, it's been also through a season of purification mm-hmm. and sanctifying, cleaning the house, rebuilding it rather. Re- yeah, there, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Nehemiah. <clears throat> he wasn't really, con- even David. If you look at David's life, what house was he trying to build the whole his whole life? His his father's right. house. Yeah, that was his whole like he wanted to build it, but God said, "No, your son's going to build it." Show, dude. He lived his whole life, and there. he said, "The one thing that he asked is that he would dwell, dwell in, in the, the house. house forever, bro. That's eternal life." Yes. What the heck, yeah. dude? <laughs> dude, so I'm having this. I'm having revelations of eternal life. Yeah. Oh, sheesh. Dude, for real. Like, in the shower today, like, oh, my God, eternity lives inside of my body. Yeah. Man, that's good, bro. (laughs) Bro, what? What the heck? That's so good, dude. And that's why we, man, and that's how we partner with the Lord to release the kingdom here. Yeah. Whoa. I know, dude. Whoa, bro. (laughs) That oh. is a good little Revy. Dude, and, and I'm like, and so so John 17 says, this is eternal life that they might know you, the one true God and the son whom you sent. Yep. Now I know why Paul says in his last words, oh, that I might know you in the power of your Eliakim. Mm. God resurrect. Mm. Know that I might know you in the power of your resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like having this revelation of knowing God and the power of His resurrection in me, dude. Ooh. Oh my Ooh. God, that's good, man. Ooh. And that's the thing I was talking about. Like I feel alive. Yes. You know, like, I know it's His resurrection power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're walking out, man. And Dang, like, dude. And when you walk that out, dude, he he starts transforming. We start turning into what did you call it? 
What? Megatron? Uh, or not? The, that's the enemy. The Sorry. Megaz- the Mega- Megazoid. Megazoid. We have to form the Megazoid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> quit worrying about your little, you know, your little bumblebee and start worrying about Megazoid. Yeah. Is, that's the word. <laughs> that is the word right now. Yeah, come on. Like, God said, you if you're busy building a mortar and, and brick structure, you have... You have took upon yourself the lesser vision. Mm. That's what he told me the other day. Yeah. He said... It's like the dream that you had. Yeah. You had the dream that flooded the school. Yeah. You were in a school and you... It was destroying the school. Yeah. And you had to leave and go to a high place. Higher place. Yeah. yeah. And my interpretation of your dream was that the Holy Spirit is the flood. It's the mm. outpouring of the Spirit. And no building is big enough to contain it. It's not. It's just, it, and, and if it tries, it's going to destroy mm-hmm. the structure, the... Mm-hmm. Bro, you can't contain <laughs> the Holy Ghost, bro. You can't contain. The only, the only building that can contain it is this house right here. Right. And not just this house, but these houses. Houses. Yeah. Connected. God said, he said, stop worrying about brick and mortar structures and start worried about connection. Shoo. Shaka boye. Yes, man. <laughs> Bam. Ow. Shaka. <laughs> No, it's it's real. Like, and we're in that movement right now, Vinny. Like for real, dude. Like, like people are coming to the knowledge of the truth finally. Yeah. And I and I'm like, it's like it's like, man, Lord, I see you. He's moving. He's really moving. Like, and and I know the fastest kid alive. He's the fastest kid alive. Oh, dude. He. I see him with his like bandana on, dude. Like, he's like. Who wants to race? <laughs> oh, he's like he's like down in the position, ready to go, dude. He's got his chuck, his uh, PF flyers. Yeah, on. PF flyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, man. But man, I'm just realizing, man. The more I get to know him, the more I know his heart. The more I see his vision and not mine. Like <clears throat> at the beginning of of this year, he gave me this word. They posted on Elijah list. Uh, called Blank Canvas. Mm-hmm. He said, I just need you to have a blank canvas this year. Throw away your paintbrushes, and I'm going to use mine on it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Lord, that's 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 the prophetic shortened version. <laughs> There's a lot more in that, but in all actuality, like, I didn't realize I was going to have to, like, walk that word out when I wrote it, but I'm walking it out now. But it's like developing this intimacy with him and trust that I've never had. And and you can hear him so clear, Vinny. That's when the backlash comes too, dude. Because mm. people are like, man, you've changed. What's different about you, man? And some people get salty about it. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's the stuff I'm trying to run to right now. I know. I'm just <laughs> like, shoot, bro. Dude, I'm serious, man. Like, I'm Not like, that I need affirmation. Right. But like... That's all you're doing is affirming God's affirming hand in my God's life. Hand, right, I know, man. It, it's sad, but like I've gotten to the point where like the opposition is like God was like He showed me a fly swatter, and He handed it to me, and He said, "Just smack the fly." <laughs> he said, "When the fly comes, smack it." <laughs> so I have like this spiritual fly swatter. And when those little gnats come around, n- not people, gnats, yeah. little demonic gnats, yeah. whap, ow, done. Yeah. 
Because it's really, they have no power unless you give it power, dude. Yeah. Dude, you can curse me all day. Dude, like, I'm, I'm, learn, I'm learning how to love those that hate me, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's so good, man. That's Jesus. It's Jesus. Yeah. Because if I wasn't possessed by him, dude, I'd be so butthurt, dude. Oh, yeah. Sorry, am I allowed to say butthurt? Butthurt? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can say butter. This is a PDA. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. I'm cheesing out right now. But, seriously, I would be butthurt if, if Jesus wasn't in me like that. Yeah. Like, and he wants to get into everybody like that. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a consummation of the marriage. Mm. Dude, oh, Tell man. me more. Tell you more. Dude, I can get into some deep stuff now on that. Well, let's not go super deep. Okay. But let's go below the surface, but not okay. in the deepest part of the Blue Lagoon. Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus, you you helped me. You showed me this revelation, actually. Hmm. And it was powerful because he said, when you when I sit down and eat with you again, you will be a part of my father's what? House, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this the 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 marriage supper of the Lamb. That's the table He's inviting us to. Mm. Spirit and the bride say, "Come." When He approached those Mark two, 20, wit- Mark twenty six, Matthew twenty six, Matthew twenty six, yep. yeah. And so when He approaches those two witnesses after the resurrection, He breaks bread with them and dines with them. And then it says, "Then He opened up their mind to receive the Scriptures." Mm. Bro. That's that's where I'm at. Like that's where I've been at, and I'm like, man, dude, when you truly just allow yourself to be seated with him and and know that he's a part of you, you're part of him, dude. He opens your mind up to that, like the deep, the deep. We won't go too deep into that, but that that's that's open and available for people. Yeah, and that I think I I consider that the consummation, because when you are consummated to your wife. The two become one flesh. flesh. Same thing with, with Jesus. When you're consummated to the spirit, the you and him become one spirit. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's done it all. Like he's he's a finisher, dude. He's he's like the best finisher I've ever met. Like mm. he can finish any house. Like Shaka mm. Bullier. Was that Philippians one six or something like that? Which one? Uh, he who began a good work in me will see it to completion. I think that is in Philippians, but there's also in Hebrews too. He's the author and finisher of our faith. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to paraphrase this. I'm going to look it up. But yeah, to all the listeners today, like if there's anything to catch other than some like good humor, dude, get alone with the Lord and give him some smoochies. Whatever, just whatever you need to do to get close to him, for him to possess you like this. But here's the thing. You have to die. That's the whole message for today, I believe, on this podcast tonight, is you have to die to yourself. And when you die to yourself, you be, it, says, it says those that die gain. They gain. Sheesh. I'm going to read this whole little Go ahead. snippet. 
A little snippet. Philippians 1, 3. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to glory and praise of God. You know, there's man, there's so much I could say on that, dude. Hmm. Yeah. You can say it. I can say it. Say it. Free. We, you, you, so, give, so, give another five minutes. So the day of Christ, I believe that day that they talk about in the scriptures is the, is the consummation I'm talking about, dude. Mm, I do too. It's the day where the flesh is burnt up like chaff and nothing is alive in you except the Holy Spirit, man. And you and him are, are together forever. Now we could we could argue that topic and stuff, but but if you really look at the scriptures, man, and see what what Jesus done, and which paid is price, the day that Jesus becomes alive in you, yeah, 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 and, which was and, done already, already, yes, yeah, I, I truly believe that, man, and like like the more the more I receive revelation on that on that, the more alive I feel, the more power yeah. I feel. Which is, that day is actually our day of salvation. Yeah. You know, and there's, I mean, there's a growth in it. Yeah. You know, but like, it's Jesus who finishes the work in us anyway. And that's what he's talking about. It's the process. He showed, he showed you in Philippians 1 until that day where he becomes fully, like it says, it says in Hebrews 6, it says, lay aside the elementary doctrines of Christ and come on into perfection, not laying again the the I don't want to murder it, but laying again the the uh the framework of dead works, raising of dead. Yeah. In other words, that stuff's elementary, y'all. Like he's trying to get so in you and through you, dude. There's nothing left. Like he doesn't want none left of of Ryland or Vinny. You know. Yeah. He wants all of him, <laughs> and and so I think. I think that's the fully known thing that he's talking about in the scriptures mm. too, like where we become fully known. Like I've been having that revelation a lot, like, oh my God, Jesus, it makes sense. You're trying to possess us and you're trying to really co heir and co labor and co, you know, and restore this place. Like, yeah. He didn't die so that one day everything could be destroyed, man. Like we look at the day of the Lord as like destruction. It is destruction, but it's also life. Right. It's like the day where. How can we be co-heirs if we're not surrendered because we Mm -hmm. can't do anything on our own strength? Come on. It has to be him. Yeah. Yeah. 
And like, you have to believe that. Like yeah. people, you know, I, I ain't going to get into that, but people talk about this stuff, but they really, when you have to get so close to Jesus, you have to, you have to pursue him as truth. I feel like a bucket, dude. <laughs> For real, dude. I feel like a bucket. You, I, <clears throat> Jeff Tharp said it to me the other day where he was talking about God. Somebody gave this example of like, you have different buckets in your life and yeah. there's like one on your finances and one on your family and one on your friends and one on God. And he said that you pour the all your stuff into God, it overflows into all the other things. Yeah, I'm getting this analogy that like, there was so much of my life where I wasn't even able to receive. Yeah. I wasn't even a bucket that right. God could <laughs> pour into, dude. Yeah. I was like a plate, bro. Yeah. The Lord's trying to pour into me and I'm yeah. not receiving it, dude. But I feel like a bucket now, dude. Dude, that an that's... empty bucket that is being filled. He's filling it, you know. Dude. But we got to be buckets. It's the dude, same thing as that canvas, bro. Bro, bro it, dude, I just did a teaching on live like two weeks ago. And God, this is going to sound goofy, but I like he makes me goofy sometimes, bro. I kept saying, I said, I'm just a little, 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 little jar of clay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, just a little, little, little jar of clay. <laughs> dude, I just kept singing this, right? And he gave me a scripture, bro. It's exactly what you're talking about. He says he takes this treasure and he puts it into jars of clay so that they know that the all-surpassing power comes from him or from God and not man. That's what you're saying, bro. Wow, that's cool. So you're just like, you're just a little bucket, you know? I'm just a little bucket. I'm just a little, little bucket. But that's, that's man. <laughs> ah. Well... This is good. Yeah. <laughs> any? Do we have any closing thoughts? Yeah. Become so little that he can become so big. That's the moral of this story today on PDA. Come, go low so that he can go big, bro. That's cool. At, at our church, we just did an, the album. We did. It's called "We Go Low." Dude. Yeah. John. One last thing, dude. I do that because I can get into this. Come stuff. on, Come one on. last thing. John the Baptist. He did all these miracles, or he he you know he didn't do many miracles, but he was baptizing numerous people. And then Jesus, he sends guys to Jesus. He says, "Should are you the the man we're looking for, or should we look for another?" He said, "Go and tell John this: the dead raised, the the sick yeah, is healed, yeah, yeah. and the lame walk." When they report that to him, he said, I must decrease. Imagine the crushing. John decrease. the Baptist had to die in that moment, dude. Mm -hmm. I must decrease so, so that, that he, he can increase. Yeah. His ministry needs to increase. So I'll leave it at that, man. Like, you John, John like, we can do all these good things in the world, but if we don't decrease, it's his glory, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, Jesus, we honor you. Yes. We love you, Lord. Take us lower. Mm. We Shut do just pray for your increase, Lord. Yes. <laughs> We're mm. so stoked that, oh, wow, and you're a carpenter. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my gosh, dude. Whoa, bro. I never thought about that. <laughs> 
building your house. Wow. Oh, man. oh my god, dude. Bro. Love you, Jesus. He's amazing. Oh, oh dude. Oh, Jesus. God, we thank you so much, Lord. <laughs> I'm whacked after that. Dude, I, I didn't catch that until you said build the house. Thank oh, you, God. Goodness. Father, build our house, Lord. Let us become little buckets and little jars of clay, Lord. And fill us with the treasure, Lord which is yourself, Lord. God, I bless everybody that's listening. God, I bless my brother Vinny. love him so much. God, and just, yeah, increase in us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Family, thank you guys for joining us in our PDA podcast with your hosts, Vinny and Philip Redeem. It was such a pleasure smooching our Lord and Savior together. Until next time, my friends. Follow us on Facebook at Vinny Loves Jesus or Vinny Harris or at Philip Redeemed Hickman or Nisi Knights.